Hey everybody, welcome to Campus Comics Cast, coming to you from Carbondale, Illinois, with special guests from the Campus Comics crew, and now, here's your host, the man with the previews in hand, Mike No. Alright, well greetings everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Campus Comics Cast, Coming to you from inside Campus Comics in the heart of Carbondale, Illinois. Um, we're going to be going through our usual uh, trip through the previews catalog this month. Um, just to give you the heads up on this, with February being a shorter month, the uh, cutoff actually happens, seems to be a little later. But anything in this catalog, I have to have the orders in by March the 2nd. So if there's anything in here that catches your ear, or if you come in and pick up your own previews, if there's stuff that uh, you're interested in, that's the date I need to know about it by so I can get that order in. Um, like I said, I'm getting ready to go through the previews catalog again for uh, February of 2018, and help me do that this month are... Scott Reed and Dan Brown. And we are short one person tonight, uh, Tyler... Wright, who's been with us for the last few months, is not able to join us again. They just keep, I guess us three are hard to work with or something. I don't Absolutely. know. You know, we're the standards and everybody else just keeps switching out. So uh, we're going to be holding some open auditions for another seat on the <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast. So if you're interested, just let us know. And have a good radio voice. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Got to sound at least as good as us. <laughs> Which would not be hard to do. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, let's get right into it. And um, Dan, I think you said you had some you want to talk about in the free comic book day stuff. Yeah, there's some more stuff in here this month. Again, this event's not till May, but uh, they're already putting some books in here. Uh, there's been some news, I guess, with the DC stuff where uh, we had the notorious blank covers for Marvel That's and right. DC this year. Uh, so there's rumors that DC is going to are going to do some uh, reprint issues for free comic book day, which they've done before in the past. But apparently earlier that week, like that Wednesday, they're going to release a DC Nation sampler, I think they're calling it, huh. which is like previews of more upcoming works, which would really be what you'd want to come out on Free Comic Book Day. I'm not sure why they're doing it that Wednesday before. Right. Maybe trying to get a jump on it, but yeah, that maybe. seems awkward. Yeah, seems a little weird. Uh, but so... You know, we have a little more insight on what's going on with that from DC. There's also here uh, in Image Comics, there's Barrier Number One by Brian K. Vaughn and Marcos Martin, who uh, are a really good creative team. Uh, they did the uh, online series The Private Eye, which I've read maybe about half of, but I really like that. I need to finish it someday. But it looks like this is the first issue of their new series, and they're giving it away on Free Comic Book Day. And it says it's a 53-page issue, so wow. definitely one to pick up because that's probably going to be a good book, and you can't beat the price for that. <laughs> uh, Titan Comics, there's also been some development with that where they've got Doctor Who number zero is their free comic book day offering, and it sounds like they're sort of revamping or rebooting their Doctor Who line of comics. So that's something I've kind of been on the fence about picking up now and then, but it just seems impenetrable with all the series. Mm -hmm. They run yeah. multiple series of the different Doctors. 
So I would assume this is meant to be a more of a jumping on point. So if you I, want to get into some Doctor Who comics, I would expect that to have been for the new Doctor. But yeah, well, I think they are mentioning that she might be in this one. I don't know if it says here in this listing, but I thought I heard that somewhere. Hmm. Oh yeah, it does say first look at so, the Thirteenth Doctor yeah. in comics. So gotcha. Yep. Interesting. I think that's all I've got for the free comic book day listings. Yeah, we uh, we're going to be a gold sponsor for free comic book day, and really all that means is there's a. Uh, one level of books that to qualify for that, uh, you've got to order like 25 copies of these basic core books. But there's a lot of stuff being offered. And as far as when I was looking through the order form, as far as I could tell, those other free books in there, there's really no minimum to order to get those. So you may want to stop in, pick up a previews, or just look at ours, see if there's something you'd be interested in, because I may be able to pick up just a few copies of these lesser, yeah. you know, smaller publisher books like that. If you And it's if, free. It's What's it gonna free. Hurt? Even if you don't like it, but yeah. eh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I gave it a shot. So, yeah, you may want to check out what all's coming out, and maybe I can hook you up. Yeah, there's always a few good books, though, like just... Bongo Comics, their Simpsons yeah. free comic book day thing is always a good read. Mm-hmm. You know, now, Mike always... Mike won't say this, but I'm going to say it, is one thing to remember that the free comic books are free to you, but they're not free <laughs> yeah. to Mike. So be sure you look around the shop when you come in and yeah. try to think about picking up something else while you're here. So that would be terrific. <laughs> yeah, Mike, Mike will have some more stuff going on in the store. Right oh, yeah, day, yeah. I know so. for sure. Um, I've already confirmed one of the more popular local artists to be here, you know, Justin Holman. So we've oh, locked right. that down. He's going to be here. And, yeah, stuff comes up. You know, we'll let you know what's going on, but Justin's going to be here. Yeah, and, you know, we've got a lot of, you know, dollar comics here, too. So spend yep. a dollar. Come yeah. on. What's it going to hurt? Spend a buck. <laughs> I just That's... pulled about 15, 20 books out of the dollar boxes <laughs> tonight myself. <laughs> right. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. And we so. want to start on Dark Horse. Yeah, I guess we're good. I think uh, we all want to talk about the first big thing first in thing here. Yeah, page 46. I think we got it all marked. Yeah, Xerxes, another Frank Miller book in the 300 line. So I... Definitely something if you enjoyed 300, both. There was two two 300 series, right? Uh, there was the first one, and then there was the one that I thought was head started in Dark Horse Presents. Okay. Which I'm wondering, if, is this that? Because I know oh. that was supposed to be Xerxes. Oh. Did that never continue? Oh. And then is this Just the finished actual up? finished that version? I don't know. I don't I'm know. I'm not that. sure. I was it, wondering, because with Frank Miller writing and drawing, and I don't know about his how fast he can produce books now, right. that mm-hmm. was a little bit of a because concern I, for me. I know the sequel was supposed to be in one of the Dark horse presents runs a couple years ago i don't believe it ever got finished don't hold me to that huh but i'm wondering if that's what this here is and like maybe this will be the finished version i couldn't really find a, anything in the listing about it right no, flipping, in the listing flipping about through that. the pages they have a couple preview pages here though and it looks tighter mm-hmm. than some of miller's uh, Recent, current yeah, work that he's done saying. lately yeah so i'm wondering if it might be a little older or it maybe it be. is just mm-hmm. tighter work you know because it's 300 Right. But uh, um, I'm just looking at the credits there. I mean, Varley, why isn't Lynn not doing this? You know what I mean? Is, I know they're, they're divorced. divorced. I know, but <laughs> oh. I, I know, I know they've done some stuff yeah. after that, though. You know, I mean, but I, I mean, like I, Alex Sinclair is a good color, right? so I do like his work. Right. I mean, I was aware of that. I just didn't know yeah. <laughs> they had worked, you know, fairly right. recently together, yeah. so I was kind of surprised to not see her name on it. Page uh, page fifty got another Black yep. Hammer uh, series, Black A or Black Hammer Age of Doom number one. I did finally read the first Black Hammer mm-hmm. trade. I didn't really care that much for it, but I know there's a lot of people who like it, so mm-hmm. it'd be a good first book to pick up for someone who enjoys that Black Hammer universe. Yeah, I don't know what <clears throat> you guys thought about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just I read the first probably trades worth, and I liked it. You know, I liked it, but I think 
I think we might have talked about this last time. It's just like Jeff Lemire just seems to be one of those writers right now that's kind of bulletproof. You know, whatever he's doing, people are picking up and enjoying. So, so far, so good for him. So, Anything else or Lemire, Lemire, Lemire. Uh, yeah, on page yeah. 56 here, we have Dave McKean short films hardcover. Oh, wow. I didn't even know. I missed that. And so it looks like it's some uh, short films that he has made. And I guess it includes a Blu-ray ah, of the films well, that's cool. with a hardcover book, you know, featuring his artwork. So if you want to check some of those out, this looks like it's got a few different ones in here. Now, he was the artist on Arkham Asylum, right? Yeah. Okay, that's why, that's why we mm-hmm. want to make sure. A lot of cover art on Sandman and stuff like that. Right. 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 That real multimedia-looking kind of stuff. Crazy. Yeah. And on page 64, we have Go Team Venture, the art and making of the Venture Brothers. I think this is a companion book to the Venture Brothers art book that they've done previously. Um looks like this has some more artwork and then some more kind of behind the scenes looks of the show and it looks like the forwards by Patton Oswalt so that might be a fun book to check mm-hmm. out uh, oh uh, I don't really have anything to say about these books but we've got some Yusagi Yojimbo this month and uh, I've just heard that I guess they're optioning it for a cartoon show. Oh, oh they're really? They're going to be doing a Usagi cartoon. It's like he's been on Turtles a few times over the oh. years. Mm-hmm. It's like that's like it's long overdue. Yeah, it seems like really that it should have happened. Yeah, yeah. Or like a Netflix <laughs> show or something. something. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You figure there would have been some Usagi Ojimbo deals made before now. <laughs> All right, you got to do it for Dark Horse. On to DC. Yep, on to DC. So. Well, yeah. look at the number, page yeah, 83, I, so. I guess. Three. It's kind of the big news. You guys are bigger DC me than I am, so I'll let you guys go with this one. So we've got Action Comics number 1,000, mm-hmm. 80 years in the making. Right, <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's not hyperbole. No, no. Nope. <laughs> nope. That is literal. Uh, what I think is kind of interesting, first off, is we just have this sort of Jim Lee Superman with a white background, mm-hmm. when I'm pretty sure I've seen a finished version of this cover online a couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. With, like, the Daily Planet behind him and mm-hmm. stuff, so I'm not sure... Why that's listed like that in here? I mean, we've got a list of you know the creators working on this book. So out of uh, this list of creators, which ones excite you the most? Has like uh, for me the one that jumped out at me was Jim Stranko. Has Jim Stranko done much work at DC in the past? Not much here and there. Yeah, I mean he didn't have a lot of work at Marvel and stuff like that. Okay, so that that was kind of a surprise to see his name on that list for one of from the 1970s variant cover. Mm -hmm. And then of course Jose Luis Garcia Lopez is a pretty good name to see. He does a lot of merchandising art and stuff now. It's nice to see him doing you know Mm -hmm. actual interior of a book now and then. I mean, of course, you know, the big thing is Bendis. Bendis, yeah. Right. You know, yeah. and there's been a lot of news about that now, too. Mm-hmm. This is coming to D.C. This, does, this doesn't say anything about the... It was the other, like, the hardcover companion that yeah. had the Siegel and yeah, Schuster right. story in Which it, wasn't it? it? Do it, we do we want to get into that? I know, right? Again. <laughs> they, find, they really just really seems like they didn't know what to do with this. You know yeah. what I mean? Between the hardcover and being kind of, you know, kind of wanting to be... I don't know, progressive, whatever you call it with that. But yeah. now they've kind of backed off on that, and that's no longer going to be called Action Comics 1000, right? Yeah. It's the hardcover. Like Sup- Superman 80th anniversary, or Action 80th it's anniversary. Celebration or something of 30 like that. years or something yeah. like that. So it's technically not Action 1000 hardcover anymore. Right. It's still coming out, but like the, a- the actual issue, which is what is in this month's catalog, which is, you know, Action 1000. Is going to be a story that's not included in the hardcover? Is that no, the, none of the content in the monthly Action Comics 1000 will now be in the hardcover. Okay. 
Hence the name change. Right. Hence, so who knows what want, else is going on with this book. <laughs> so if you want all the content that will be available with all this, you'll have to have yeah. both. Have to yeah. have both. Right. Yeah. So there I, you go. I do like the idea of the all the variant covers for all the decades. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And those are open order? Yes. On those? Yes. So if you want to get one... So if you really want the Mike Allred 1960s or the Steve Rude 1930s or mm-hmm. the Dave Givens 1950s, I don't do this very often. I kind of feel like I want all of them. I know, right? <laughs> and it's a, and it's an eight dollar price point on this issue Ooh. too. It's up yeah. there, but it's a you know eighty page book, no ads, mm-hmm. so it's no you know filler necessarily with that. I and definitely plan like, to pick up more than one of the covers yeah, right, myself. Sure. So, but yeah, yeah like yeah. I I'll really, I really want to see the Steve Rude doing a thirty Superman ever. That's going to be great. Yeah, mm-hmm. That'd be good. You Steve know, Michael Rude. Cho. All these are great artists. I feel like, I don't know, Joshua Middleton doing the eighties, but then Dan Jurgens doing the nineties. It's like I understand Jurgens had the bigger run in the nineties, yep. but I kind of would, you know, out of <laughs> this list, yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but again, nobody asked us, nope. right? My next thing's not till 102, so. Uh, on 87, we've got the Terrifics. And uh, I just got to thinking, looking at this, I'm a little behind. I don't think I've read the last issue of Metal yet, but I'm still kind of curious as to how we get from Egg Plastic Man to him running around monthly in the oh, Terrifics right. now. Yeah. <laughs> um, <coughs> as far as these New Age of DC Hero books come out, are going, uh, I think the Silencer has come out, right? Uh-huh, the first yeah. issue of that was that the first one. Uh, no damage. Oh, damage. Damage came was. out. Yeah, it came out and it's gone now. Okay. But the Silencer, but I think that's all of them that we've seen so far. Okay, and uh, yeah. I heard like Jim Lee's Immortal Man got pushed back again. Again, wow. Yep. So I think April eleventh or something like that. I was just looking at that. It's mm-hmm. the fir- the date that they're saying now for Immortal Man, number yeah. one. Actually, the thing that stands out to me in DC this month is not what's there, but what's missing. Because there's no Doomsday Clock solicitation this oh. month. Well, there's probably a reason for that. Yeah, I, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's going uh, bi-monthly. Apparently. Or I guess, yeah, mm-hmm. bi-monthly yeah. instead of monthly. So Right. Yeah, and that was already with some, like, Skip Monks worked in months worked in the yeah. schedule, apparently. Wow. So that's kind of a bummer, because I'm yeah. actually kind of enjoying I that. Especially, yeah. especially for a 12-issue series. series. Yeah. You know, that's, that's going to drag. As, as long as they've had that. In, they should have had multiple issues in the tank on that oh, already sure. before yeah. they started that. So. And the funny thing about that, it too, is I saw, I guess the other day, Gary Frank posted something online about, oh, yeah, we're getting ready to do the next Batman Earth 1. <laughs> I'm like, really? Really? In the middle of this. You got like nine more issues or something, a doomsday <laughs> clock, and we're looking to the next thing already? Let's mm-hmm. get this done first. Yes. I want to read both. Prioritize. Yeah. Well, let's take this one step at a time. Mm-hmm. On 88, we've got uh, DC Superhero Girls Out of the Bottle uh, collection. Uh, I think this was previewed at the Batman slash Harley Quinn Day last year. I think this was oh, yeah. a preview. Yep. This was one of the freebies. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you want to read that, that's going to come out here in a couple months. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Those are always pretty good all-ages kind of yep, girl books exactly. that they do. And, you know, they have decent stories in them, too. It's not just, like, kiddie stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? On page 95, we were continuing the Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 crossover, and that's been really good. On uh, 97, oh yeah, we've got Batman White Knight number 7, which has been a really solid book so far. Uh, I think there it's eight issues now. I think it might have been less before. I think they've increased on that. I think that's right. And apparently Sean Murphy made some comments online hinting at a sequel. Oh, really? To that, so we'll probably see some more of that. I think okay. it's been one of... Uh, you know, sort of good selling out of continuity story for mm-hmm. Batman, which there's usually not a ton of that. Right. 
Anybody watching Black Black Lightning on no, CW? I have not caught it yet. I'm behind on everything. It's ridiculous. I just thought I was going to wait and stream that, just binge it all mm-hmm. at once. But I've heard pretty positive things about yeah. it. So, mm. um, but Black Lightning's, you know, his uh, a yeah, he's got a mini monthly, mo- yeah, now. he's got a series out now. So that might, if you're interested in the show, you might also come in and pick up the comic. Pick it up. And I think um, there's been three issues out or so, and I'm pretty sure I still have all of them in stock. If you're, you know. So please check that out. So come, come buy some Black Lightning. Give it a shot. Yeah, it's Black History Month. Come on, some Black Lightning. On one oh five, we've got Deathstroke number thirty, starting the uh, Deathstroke oh, right. versus Batman arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw, I believe it was Bleeding Cool Online, kind of reported at first that this would be its own standalone book. I thought that was kind of dubious with Deathstroke getting top billing over Batman. Batman. Mm-hmm. I can't see DC doing that. No. But now we're finding out they're listing it here as a series within a series. Uh, which it is seems just to work since Christopher's story. But yeah, since Christopher Priest writing it, it might as well just go into the Deathstroke yeah, series. I don't know why you wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just the impression I'm getting online or something, but it seems like, actually, like this is the first time they've ever faced, and it totally is not. <laughs> you know, it's like maybe the 30th. It's the first but, time they've faced in the Rebirth universe, which is true. the first yeah. time. <laughs> I'm going back to 102 uh, Cyborg, and what's interesting about Cyborg is that Marv Wolfman. Um, co-creator of Cyborg is coming back to write Cyborg. Huh. So, of course, this, how long is this sticking uh, around, though? Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good point. But it is going back to his roots. Of course, the character is quite a bit different than when Marv Wolfman wrote Cyborg. So he's his power has been upped about a hundred times. But uh, well, but if you when you're on the Justice League, that's yeah, what you, you gotta, gotta do. you gotta <laughs> keep up <laughs> unless you're Batman. <laughs> oh, next to that we also have the last issue of the uh, Neil Adams Dead Man miniseries. Anybody heard anything about this? Uh, no. No, I have not. Several people are picking it up, but nobody said anything. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, after Batman Odyssey, I'm kind of wary yeah. of his writing and work. War of the Superman, too, right? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even pick that up. Well, no, War of the Superman was the previous story that took place during World of New Krypton, okay. which was the Jeff Johns thing, which okay. was like, why What's did the they greenlight this Neil Adams series, which is basically the same thing? Right, right. Okay. So I just had the name, using yeah. the previous name. But so I'm sure but other people did too. Whatever the Superman thing was, yeah. I did not hear good things about that you either. Know. Uh, we've got Justice League 42 and 43 in this one, written by Christopher Priest, which, you know, there's been some news about that too, where apparently the Justice League and Justice League of America books are going to be wrapping up, mm-hmm. and Scott Snyder is going to be restarting them, huh. or at least taking over. For both? Well, I'm not sure if they're doing both or just Justice League gotcha. with them, but that'll be after Metal and everything. I knew Justice League of America was running out, but... Hadn't heard about Justice League. Yeah. I just, I assume it's a new number one, but I won't swear to that. Right. You would have thought they'd have learned their lesson, just continue the numbering at this point with one yeah. title or the other. Mm-hmm. Well, or go back to the page, old school <laughs> page one twenty. We have Superman. The next book they're doing that with. <laughs> yeah. When Bendis comes to take over, I guess we should talk about that with action at least. Um, oh, right, part of the yeah. big announcement with Brian Michael Bendis coming to DC is that he's going to be taking over the Superman books. So when his uh, this run of Superman will be wrapping up, and he there will be a weekly six issue series called Man of Steel by Bendis. After that, when the Superman monthly title wraps up, they're restarting with a new Superman number one, and Action Comics one thousand and one will come out the same month. So we're going to see a hiatus of action from 1,000, which will be out in April right. in this catalog, until July when 1,001 comes out by Bendis. Mm-hmm. So if you're picking up those books, might want to be aware yeah. of that. It sounds kind of like 
Sounds almost it's, exactly it, what exactly. happened with Burn. Yeah, right? what Burn did. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. it's, it's mm-hmm. even the same title. Yeah, that was right. Superman Man of Which, Steel. So. That was that Man of Steel series is great. It's it still, is really, it's really still good. my yeah. favorite Superman origin. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's still really you good. You know, and those early books by Burn are still really good. That whole mm-hmm. run, is, you know, still stands up. I do like on this Superman 44 cover with a lot of Bizarro characters. We have Bizarro Lex Luthor with his long red hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sort of the opposite version of Lex Luthor. Right. <laughs> My next thing's not till 135. That's mine, too. Okay. Right. I just wanted to stop on uh, uh, 131 just real quick with their continuing to use the old Hanna-Barbera action adventure characters, mm-hmm. you know, in the future, in the uh, future Quest Presents. Uh, you know, I've read a couple of those, and it, you know they've really been a lot of fun. But this, you know, Herculoids, you know, which as a kid that was always, you know, my favorite. There's not that many episodes of it. I think they did oh. like 18 total episodes. Oh, really? I totally yeah. missed that. Yeah. So I, Herculoids, but they were always great character. Yeah. Alex Toth character yeah. designs, yeah. just terrific stuff. I just finished yeah. rewatching the whole Thunder the Barbarian series. Oh yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't. I hadn't even noticed Herculoids on that. I may have to see, look into that one. Right. Yeah, it's been a good book, and they're just kind of going through the different characters and thought style mm-hmm. with that they're in the middle of a birdman arc right now it's been pretty good right so yep i just want to hit and on he that. is giving some more backstory to birdman with his son oh really <laughs> yeah bird boy well <laughs> not yet but pro- you know probably by At the some end point, I would hope. Huh? yeah i would think so yeah and again along with those books we've got scooby apocalypse which has always been a solid book and again if you're a fan of walking dead you know this is a fun book to check out you know just the scooby-doo world just infested with monsters Something happening? No, I just uh, was looking for my pencil. I was oh, okay. making note about that future quest and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and couldn't uh, write it down any place. Gotcha. <laughs> so on 135, we've got Batman and the Signal trade paperback. Mm-hmm. Has the first issue of that even come out yet? Because um, uh, I know well, it got it, delayed. I think maybe. It's just okay. like if it did, it just was like a blip on the signal, you know, on the signal. Right. But um, – Maybe not. Maybe just has been, uh, you know, offered so much. It right. seems like it's yeah. come out. You Is know? that basically the replacement for All Star Batman, Batman and the Signal? Because wasn't the Signal I, introduced as he part was, of All Star? And I think that backup story is collected here in the trade. Okay. But Snyder has said he is supposed to be continuing All Star Batman in some new format or some okay. new iteration. What that actually amounts to, I don't know. It sounds like a lot of hype that when it actually comes out, it's like, this is a trade paperback. Right. Or mm-hmm. something like that. So we'll see what they end up doing with that. Gotcha. Also on 135 is the Batman Detective Comics Rebirth Deluxe Edition uh, Book 2. So if you like to read it in a larger volume, then that'd be a good book to order at this point. Mm-hmm. On uh, 140, we've got a new version of Absolute Kingdom Come. Uh, Kingdom Come is just a great story. It's just mm-hmm. kind of one of their evergreen books. It's always in print. If you haven't read it before, what are you doing? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know. That, that's the book that got me back into co- coming into here. Yeah. yeah. It's just like I'd been out of it, and I just happened to stop in to the old locations for Campus Comics, mm-hmm. you know, up on the Strip, and saw this, and what's this, and that's what got me coming back yeah, in. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. an eye-catching book. Uh, growing up, uh, I don't think my dad ever paid attention to any comics i was reading but he did see an issue of kingdom come and asked me what's that mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's yep. you know it's painted it's old watercolors it's very mm-hmm. super realistic superheroes mm-hmm. uh, and a really good story and yeah. it's a really yeah story. mark white story oh, yeah, you can fantastic almost mm-hmm. can't go wrong i think every time i've lent that to someone they've read it in that same like in that night yeah. right it. like people <laughs> mm-hmm. can't put it down yep and the absolute you know is like the art at the original size mm-hmm. there's so much detail in easter eggs 
Oh, yeah. You know, in this book, you can read it 10 times and still see new stuff. Mm-hmm. I have actually have a companion book at home that goes through all the Easter eggs. Oh, and wow. It's really nice. Yeah, a lot the of Watchmen are in there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah all that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> the Beatles. Of, yeah. You know, yep. Rorschach is in there. Huh. It just goes on. We, oh, could, yeah. we could just be all night talking about Oh, yeah. About there's Kingdom tons Kong. of Easter eggs. Just, yeah. Yeah. It's, you know. it's just a lot of fun. But, yeah. But, again, you know, again, the absolute, it's, you know, $100 before a discount. So... But, you know, if you really want a mm-hmm. great copy where you can see really see the art, you know, right. this is a good pickup. A good uh, shelf book or oh, a, sure, uh, sure. out, on the, out on the coffee table t- style mm-hmm. book. Uh, on the next page, we've got the Batman 66 Omnibus hardcover, which collects the entire run of the monthly Batman 66 comic with the Lost Episodes special. And then uh, a story from Solo number seven, which I'm pretty sure was the Mike Howard issue which had a Batman 66 story, and it was sort of a precursor to the series here. I don't know how easy that is to find anymore, so that's definitely worth picking up. Page 145, wasn't there just a fairly recent like Judas Contract reprint? I guess this is just the reprint for the Omnibus. They just happened to choose right. the same cover. <laughs> yeah, that probably, I wouldn't imagine that's the final cover either on it, but I don't think it says that. Uh, right before that, we've got the JLA Year One trade which was the 12-issue uh, series, again, by Mark Wade and uh, Brian Augustin that Barry Kitson drew, which is sort of a retelling of the Justice League's origin, sort of uh, post-crisis. And that's a really good run there on that. On uh, 147, we've got Superman by Mark Millar trade. Uh, Mark Millar is pretty deep into his own thing yep. anymore, and I just saw yesterday on Twitter where someone brought up a Superman story to him, and he's like, that's never going to happen now. <laughs> Basically, so if you want Mark, Mark Millar working on Superman, um, <coughs> the only thing with this is it doesn't seem to contain his most famous Superman story, Red Sun, yeah, but I'm sure that's available separately on its oh, own. Yeah, right. yeah. But again, this has some of his Superman Adventures work, which it's one of those things I've just never got around to picking up, but it's supposed to be really solid mm-hmm. stuff in that. On, also on page 147, you got the Superman Golden Age Volume 4 trade paperback, which has one of my all-time favorite Superman images of him holding the holding the eagle oh, yeah. on his arm yeah. with the nice patriotic shield in the that, in the background. That original piece went up for auction a couple of years ago, and I can't remember how much it sold for. But I'm sure it was it ridiculous. Was, I'm sure it was up there. On the next page here on uh, 148, we have the Zero Hour Crisis in Time hardcover. Not sure why this is coming out now. <laughs> uh, this was kind of a big crossover in the 90s. Um, just remember, if you do pick up the single issues, it goes 43210. Yep. <laughs> Don't read it like my friend Brett, starting with issue zero, <laughs> and being like, well, that's pretty much all the story. It's yeah. like you just like you're reading Memento. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, right after that on 149, 149, we've got Astro City 52, which is listed as the final issue. Until they change formats. Yeah, yeah, so it sounds like they're going to more of a graphic novel format after this as opposed to the monthly book. Yeah, which makes sense. This is one of those series that I, I keep trying to try i keep meaning to track down the first trade and just right. start it because i've heard nothing but good things about yeah. astro city it's a and it's one i book. need to read and i just haven't done it yet yes. so i mean for as long as this book's been going on it's still solid it's yep. still good done in one stories for the most part you know some good several you know multiple part stories too though but always worth picking up um on 151 we've got batman zero hour trade which apparently is to go with the zero hour trade coming out because you need more zero hour you need need more zero hour the only thing i want to bring up about this is i'm pretty sure this will have the i want to say it was detective comics issue 
which put into question about whether or not Joe Chill was actually the murderer of the Waynes. Mm-hmm. And I know that was something that played on, played out later on in uh, Jeff Loeb's Batman or Superman Batman run, and th- had a lot of people throwing fits. <laughs> oh yeah. So this so, is the where the controversy started. Yeah. Right? Or possibly have that story in there. Should. Yeah, it's all it's all retcon now though. So whatever. Right. <laughs> Yeah, on 152, we're uh, gotten through all the uh, book section of DC, and uh, looks like they're making up for lost time with the oh collectible boy. side. Yeah. yeah, you know, this is why Here. I don't buy statues, Mike, because <laughs> you would have to collect them all. I would right? get all these. Yeah, because this is a statue version uh, recreation of the famous uh, George Perez cover to the New Teen Titans, mm-hmm. uh, number one, and the first offerings of that. And it's individual statues. The first ones out there are Robin and Starfire, and um, they just look great. And, uh, you know, price point, you know, yeah, it's not cheap, you know, especially yeah. by the time you collect all what of them, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them, you're going to have some money in it. But the retail on it's $80, um, and it, it, it looks like it's really going to look cool, yep. you know, when you get it all together. So I will be having them all in here. So. So you can at least see it if you don't necessarily have to own it. it, (laughs) See it, don't touch it. That's right. (laughs) Yes, exactly. We don't need to get into that tonight. Hard lesson learned. (laughs) Had to bring that up, didn't I? (laughs) But anyway, that's also cool, too, of like... uh, The way they're planning this, too, is, you know, you can put them together, but all the actual statues will stand... uh, uh, you know, great as they're on their own too. Yeah, you like just they still look raven, fine individually. Matt. Yeah, so you know, <laughs> yeah. You should specify which Matt. Matt yeah, Speroni. Yeah. If you want a Raven classic Raven statue, which I know you're not crazy about that costume, but hey, it's Raven, so that'd look good on its own. Uh, flipping over, there's a really nice uh, continuing of the. Uh, what is this? The Women of DC Universe, I think, Cover Girl. Oh, DC Cover Girls, and it's the Joelle Jones Batgirl of, uh, uh, what's it, Batgirl Burnside yeah. kind of costume. Yeah, she's doing a really good run on Batman right now, too, with the Batman and Catwoman storyline. It's oh, been yeah. really good that she's been drawing. Very cool. And then below that is a statue of, uh, you know, just, to me, one of the definitive Batmans is uh, Brian Boland, Batman. Okay. okay, this is a nice statue. Mm-hmm. When has Brian Boland ever drawn Batman's cape like that? That's true. It's always just the just real hanging. smooth, yeah. kind of slick, hanging straight down. Yeah. This is more detailed. It looks nice. I don't feel like that's a Brian Bolin cape, though, on Batman. Yeah, you've got a point. I was just looking you know. at the... Yep, yeah, you got a point. Like He's got de- kind of got the pointy shoulders, which he draws, but yeah, the way the cape's flowing. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it, it's nice detail, but I don't yeah. see that in a Brian Bolin. That's not in Killing Joke, I'll tell you that, that right that's now. That's true. Yeah, no. It's more of a heavier yeah. cape looking. But the rest of the body looks good. The face looks mm-hmm. good. It's a good likeness. My only question Bowen's about this Batman. is why are they starting out with this statue, you know, in the miniature size? Usually they'll do the full-size edition and then do the smaller one later. But no. this, I don't hmm. think they ever did the full-size one, which disappoints me because I would have it. Uh, back on 154, we've got the Batman animated series Harley oh, yeah. Quinn Expressions Pack. <laughs> <laughs> so these are all like sort of accessories. This comes. Does this come with the figure? Uh, Two or is see. this just an accessory? Yes, pack? it comes with the figure. Okay, because I'm like it's fifty bucks. I kind of want a figure yeah, in you there. Ca- it comes with nineteen the pieces, six yeah. inch tall figure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I know the Batman expressions thing did. So okay, so yeah, it's a lot of did. different heads for Harley Quinn with different faces, and then you know different accessories and the hyenas and stuff like that. Yeah. Bud and Lou get more out of your Harley Quinn figures. Mm-hmm. And then finally, one fifty six. I was glad to see this kind of. Uh, 
product line starting. It's kind of comparable to what Diamond is doing with the gallery figures. You know, they're nice sculpts, really nice looking figures, but they're obviously made out of PVC, some kind of plastic. So the price point, instead of being, you'd be looking at probably $120 to $150 in this. This is going to be a $50 statue. And the first one out is going to be a real classic looking Joker on a base that consists of a bunch of ha 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 ha's you know yeah. lumped together into a, one big ha you know but it's a really nice sculpt and they have a sneak peek down at the bottom of the batman in that line and that looks really good yeah too. that is nice looking batman so so if again nice figures without breaking the bank you know yeah and i think we've talked about at. some of those before in here and it is you know we see them in person they still look nice mm-hmm. you know idw yep I've only got one thing in IDW, and mine's on 167. So well, Mine's on 165. Then you go. Oh, you win. They got so uh, they're doing a adaptation of Star Wars The Last Jedi, which <laughs> why isn't Marvel doing this? I understand they're doing more of the kids-oriented Star Wars stuff, and Marvel's done adaptations of uh, Rogue One and Force Awakens, right? Yeah, they have. And they came out way later than the movies. Apparently that's because of clearance and likeness issues and things. Hmm. But why wouldn't Marvel do that, too? Yeah, I thought I saw a Marvel Last Jedi series, and <coughs> I'm mistaken on that, too. But I don't know why they do two. Yeah, but I may be hallucinating or something. Page uh, 167, uh, Dungeons and Dragons: Evil at Baldur's Gate. Uh, I just loved this video game back on PC many, many years ago, and it has some of the characters from the the first Baldur's Gate uh, game. So if you're looking for a comic based on that uh, series or at least that um, world or realm inside of Dungeons & Dragons be something to check out, character-wise. Uh, on 174, we've got uh, The Crow, Vault of Shadows, Book 1. And this is something we were kind of talking about on a previous episode, mm-hmm. where there are some uh, Crow miniseries by other creators that were done back in the day, and this looks like it's starting to collect some of those. So uh, if you like The Crow, definitely check these out. That I've read, I think, all of these that are listed here, and they were all good you know really tight stories of revenge you know it's sort of it's not eric draven it's other characters that are kind of being guided by the crow so but they're definitely worth picking up if you're a fan just because it's not james abar doesn't mean it's not good that's all, that's all i had i only had the one thing in idw okay. so well oh, go ahead. well i think oh. you probably want to talk about this too okay yeah i'd uh you know, every month we seem to pause on these, uh, like the artist editions and uh, things like that that IDW does, which are the, you know, you know, full-size recreations of, you know, some famous artist's work, you know, in the size that they did on the artboards. And they're, you know, scanned from the original, so you see all the white out or all the blue line mm-hmm. or all the editor notes, notes and things. And- and one I'm probably not going to be able to resist ordering this, and it's the Jack Kirby, because it looks yeah. just like some just terrific images from him and i would love to see any editor's notes or oh, any yeah. white out anything like that you yeah, know on well, that stuff well i think most of the time on kirby stuff kirby was the one that was writing the notes oh, on the yeah. <laughs> yeah, on the true. page at least what i've yeah. heard people talking about in the past well, maybe they'll do some of their new gods where they whited out superman's head right. and kurt, <laughs> kurt swan's and over the top swan's of it. Head on it. Yeah. well this this one's all marvel yeah. though at this point yeah. so yeah but yeah, so I'm probably going to have to have that just to look at that stuff. And then right next to it, I mean, it's not too shabby either. You know, you got J- Joe, Joe Kubert, Kubert. You know, four different Joe Kubert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Enemy Ace. Enemy Ace, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not too shabby, but Kirby, I'm not going to be yeah, able to Yeah, I got to think that's think. one that a lot of people are going to pick up if you yeah. get these. You definitely want the Kirby one. Mm-hmm. On the image. Yep, yep for me. 
Well, the only thing I had in, in image is just analog number one. It's basically where the digital world goes wrong and everything is uh, able to be tracked. So they are sending all your data now uh, by courier, usually armed courier. So I thought that sounded like a pretty interesting story. Uh, Jerry Dugan writing and David O'Sullivan and was that Jordy Belair on, on the art. So something to pick up, something to think about. Will that be your? That's my one. That's my. That's my one. I'm gonna double up on, and just in case. So, and I'll be wrong again, but that's okay. (laughs) I've been wrong way more than I've been right. (laughs) Uh, On 208, we've got Crossroad Blues, a Uh, Nick Travers graphic novel. mm -hmm. Uh, It looks like this is a professor kind of researching Robert Johnson, the blues man who sold his soul to the devil at the crossroads. Right. So it looks like we've got a story kind of involving that here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Always an interesting story of blues legends. So for you music people and blues people, that might be kind of a cool thing just to Mm -hmm. pick up on. There were a lot of number ones from Image this month. Uh They usually have a lot, but there seems like a a whole lot more. And and like the Sola number one, Mm -hmm. the uh, Crude number one, the Dead Hand number one, Skyward number one. And some of the premises on them sounded a little silly to me, but right. uh, if you're interested in image number ones, looking for that next Walking Dead, you should at least take a look and mm-hmm. see if something jumps out at you and and uh, maybe put in a pre-order for that. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but especially this catalog, I kind of get the deja vu you get of following stuff online, seeing it previewed a month or two ago, then you see it in previews, and it's brand new, but you're like, I feel like I've seen that, oh, seen yeah. that before. <laughs> Isn't that out yet? You know? Right. And back in the day, it used to be really bad with Wizard, too, in the mix mm-hmm. on all that. You'd see some book three times before it hit the shelves. Mm-hmm. Uh, on 218, we've got a listing of all new image firsts. And this is yep. sort of comparable to Marvel's uh, True Believers program, oh, nice. where we have a bunch of first issues here that are all dollar. So, you know, a good way to jump into a book. I see they've got Moonshine number one, which right. is one of my favorite books right now. Mm-hmm. So check that out. Uh, Fade Out number one. I've read Brew that. Baker. That's another good one by yeah. Brew Baker. Not for the kids, but you know, <laughs> something good to check out. Fata- oh, and right next to it is Fatality. Yeah. Fatality. And yeah. if you don't have Spawn number one, one. you there can you pick go. that up too you for a buck. Right. For a dollar, yep. Probably pick the real one up for that too. Yeah. Close. <laughs> Maybe a couple times. It'll be at least five. Yeah. You know? It'll be at least five dollars for Spawn number one. Yeah. Uh, on 234, we've got Oblivion Song number two, which we were talking about last right. time. Mm-hmm. So it looks like at least that's coming out on time. <laughs> on time. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> right. Well, and didn't I'd, you say that you had did they, that actually ship yet? Uh, or? No. They, oh, okay. they were sending it out to select retailers. But okay. I was not oh, come selected. on. You were not selected. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Call. No comment. Uh, my last thing in image is actually on uh, 247 and it's actually uh, McFarlane is doing some Star Trek figures uh we've got a Captain Kirk and Captain Picard Mm -hmm. so you can buy each and settle the debate yourself who is better Uh, I saw the uh, looks like the case ratio favors Kirk (laughs) <laughs> Which I don't know about that, but we got to Where's Cisco? That's what I want to know. Is. <laughs> yeah, that's series two. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, Marvel? Sure. I think so. Oh. Um. All right, page four in Marvel. You got uh, Captain America 700. You got a Jim Lee uh, variant cover on that. Re- along re- remastered. Remastered, right, right yeah. Something he drew in the 90s. 90s yeah. They're using it as a cover now. And just a different background. I think it's basically just a different background and probably recolored is yeah. probably what it boils down to. But it is Cap 700, 
So, oh, yeah. uh, and there's also a Steranko, Jim Steranko variant cover. A lot of people are big Alex Ross fans. There's an Alex Ross variant cover for you issue knew, 700. You knew that was going to happen. Yeah. There's yeah. no way they're not doing an Alex Ross yeah. cover. So we're at issue 700 for Cap. Right. But unlike the Action 1000, these I'm sure are many incentive yes, variant yeah, covers. Yeah. So. You know, probably some I have to order 500. What's, uh, so, uh, no, I'm not getting those because no. I'm not going to order 500 copies. <laughs> what? Of regular. what? what? <laughs> I know, right? What if someone wants to buy 500 copies? <laughs> well, they can buy it from me <laughs> and tell me they want them. Yes, so. yeah. and probably and put down a little there. money down just yeah. to be for sure that you picked exactly. them up. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm not sure. I might be a little behind on Captain America right now, but I think this story is wrapping up where he... Uh, the last issue I read, he was frozen again at the end. Oh. And I believe this out-of-time story here is he wakes up in the far future. Oh. So well, Cap has been frozen again and is out of time again. I have which, not read any of the yeah. Mark Wade stuff yet oh. because I'm waiting on the trade. No. So, Man, uh, if I, I were am, you, I wouldn't be waiting. It is I, that good. <laughs> I probably shouldn't, but I just that's just that's just how I operate on reading my books anymore. So uh, I think the only book I'm reading right now monthly was... Doomsday, Doomsday clock, clock, and now yeah. I'm not going to be well, reading that monthly reading anymore. Monthly. Yeah. <laughs> um, right after that, we've got Exiles number one. Looks like a new series with Blink and some alternate versions of Marvel heroes. It looks like from other dimensions, mm -hmm. but it looks like they're bringing in the uh, yeah, movie Valkyrie. Yeah, like. Valkyrie that's closer to the Thor mm -hmm. Ragnarok movie. Well, how convenient. So if you like that, you can check that out. Page nine, you got a new first issue of Domino, and I just mentioned it because we have Gail Simone as the writer on that, and there is a Rob Liefeld variant cover, so I guess he is technically co-creator at a minimum of Domino. Oh, probably. I, I guess maybe, say. yeah, so you got the co-creator. Will, will there be feet on that That's cover? always the question. Oh, right. That's always the question. I'm sure that's a... I decided what Liefeld needs to do is, like, he needs to create a comic book where all of the characters are feet that would be incredible i would i would buy that book monthly <laughs> just because he would shut down the haters that's right or, or, yeah. or it would be blank pages <laughs> he was he was interviewed um, we've talked about that robert kirkman uh was at secret history of comics on here mm. once or twice before and they did a there was one episode on image obviously and they interviewed uh almost all of those you know first seven image guys and Rob Liefeld always just comes across as a super nice guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I just, I, you know, he gets a lot of hate from the industry. Oh, yeah. But uh, I, from what I understand, he's, like, awesome at conventions to fans. And uh, so, yeah, just keep that in mind, too. And yeah. he, has a, he has a pretty A-list uh, you know, lineup of professionals that support him. Kirkman yeah. loves it. Oh, you yeah. Know, They're, you know, well, he's, like, Kirkman's the one that brought him back into Image, yeah. you know, after they had their big falling out. So. Right. Yeah, and here's the thing. I'll talk trash. I don't know the guy. Me neither. Right. No, he no. Be, he could be the nicest guy in the world. I don't know. We, maybe we'd be great friends. Right. I don't know. It's probably not going to happen. Yeah. But right. he historically has not drawn feet. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's science fact. Yes. Yeah. Or and there is possibly there, yeah, there is possibly the worst image of Captain America ever drawn was drawn oh, by Rob yeah. Liefeld. We were talking so, about that yeah. the other day. Yeah, we were. Dennis, the former former owner of the store, uh, tried to get me to buy that, and I would not. Uh, uh, are you? Is anybody reading Avengers right now? No. no. Okay. A little bit of a spoiler for what drops today, apparently, with this No Surrender story, is the phrase, Avengers Fever. That's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> but if you've got Avengers Fever, 
Marvel's got you covered. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got the cure. We've got they got the cure, now, and it's I, not cowbell. I am going to Avengers. I am going to read that in trade, <laughs> trade whenever right. it comes out because of Mark Wade being on it. So I'm definitely going to give at least the first trade a shot. But I'm not reading that monthly right now. So yeah, but you know, there's just a ton of stuff going Avengers on with that No Surrender story. Uh, we've got Venomized. Looks like it's a big crossover mm-hmm. featuring Venom. What are your thoughts on? Uh, they just they're like just dragging it out. Uh, so it's like I was like, oh my gosh, how much longer is this going to go on? So <laughs> I mean, so, it's not. Yeah, we're talking, it's we're like talking about Thor. Thor right yeah, now. Thor number seven oh six. So we're the death of the mighty Thor finale. Dun, dun, dun. On dun dun dun. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm dreading. I'm still dreading these next few issues she of, doesn't uh, look or, too healthy here no well she doesn't look healthy like six or seven issues ago really? which is where i'm at reading it <laughs> are they carrying so, that through pretty good uh, yeah i mean it's just she knows she's dying and and basically um you know the odin son is trying to get her to be saved by you know asgardian magic and she's refusing to do it and and uh, it's just it's a i, I feel like i would story. do it I, yeah, I think you know, I would that's, too. that's me. But I know. I, well, well, okay, spoiler, spoiler yeah. on the most recent trade for Thor is there's yet another Thor added to the mix. Um, I don't know. I just was that in uh, we get 700? the yeah we get War Thor, yeah. <laughs> which is Volstag, Volstag picking up the hammer. <laughs> I really like that. I thought that was yes. kind of cool, and it's a fun thing to do with him. Uh-huh. Give him something to do and make him not so of a one dimensional yeah, character. Sure. So it's it's actually one. It caught me by surprise whenever I was reading that issue because I just wasn't expecting. I see on the cover War Thor and Volstag never crossed my mind. Right. So it was actually well, it's, it's actually a pretty powerful kind of event. Character. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So and especially as you know, in the last Thor movie, how they were dismissed. Oh, it's nice to see those at least one of yeah. those characters get a little bit of uh, some headlines. Yeah, and I think we talked about that on our bonus episode we mm. did. But yeah, I just feel like you know I'm not a big Marvel guy, but like I under, I know who the Warriors Three are. Mm-hmm. I appreciate them being in these movies, and it really felt like ah, really? Yeah, that's how you take them out. <laughs> it just felt like a kind of a waste. <laughs> Page twenty eight. Uh, yeah, we've yeah, got more dollar books. Yeah, we've got the true believers, which are all infinity themed right. for right, yeah. this month. Why Except for the well, they kind of have the first uh, Carol Danvers there as the oddball one that's really not an infinity slash Thanos. I mean, so well, Infinity War comes out the next month. Is mm. that out of place, or is that hinting at something? Well, we already know there's a Captain Marvel movie, so well, will there be a cameo? cameo? Oh, in yeah, Infinity you War? know that's that's Are a good point. Are they getting people up to speed in case that happens <laughs> at the end? Could be, could be, and then of course you got the first appearance of Thanos reprinter for, and that's a four to six hundred dollar comic yeah. book. So if you aren't, if what you're wanting to buck? read that, if you want to get it for a buck, that's your chance. <clears throat> Infinity Gauntlet number one, that's usually a twenty dollar plus mm-hmm. book yeah. there. Um, the uh, the rebirth of Thanos with Jim Starlin that's reprinting Silver Surfer thirty four plus it's got terrific Ron Lim art so that's also another one you can pick up. Is for Ron a Lim buck. doing anything anymore? The last thing that I heard was some, was he was on that uh, and it's been a long time ago. He's been doing some variant covers. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. For what? I mean, but yeah. there was some series like a vampire series that he was on. Oh, that's yeah. the last thing that I knew of that he was working on kind of like on a monthly basis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's been a while. Just, I need to look that up. It just seemed like he was all over the place there for so long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah, but definitely check out the Infinity you know, Dollar Issues. Get a jump on your friends. Go see Infinity War and be like, this is inaccurate. <laughs> this yeah. isn't how it happened in the movie. This is not my yeah. Thanos. They're supposed to be gems, not, not stones. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Adam Warlock? Mm-hmm. Which we'll all be saying that. Yep. 
Uh, so right after that, we've got Amazing Spider-Man 797, uh, or I guess 798. Mm-hmm. And I guess this is Dan Slott's swan song Swan's on Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's kind of a cool cover here on 799 of a character, I guess they're calling the Red Goblin. Right. Which yep. sort of looks like, to me, almost like a carnage version of it the is. Green Goblin. Really, yeah. Yep. I think so, it's Osborne, and I don't know if it's Car- I don't know if it's Cletus Cassidy, but right. I know Team but like a made symbiote or something. Yeah, so Red Goblin. So yeah, surprised that didn't happen in the nineties. Yeah, and again, all the Dan Slot stuff on Spider Man. Every time I read it, I really enjoy it. It for some reason does not sneak up to the top of my pile, but I've got it all waiting to read whenever yeah. I find some time to catch up on some readings. So. And of course with these, that means next month we'll be looking at Amazing Spider-Man 800. 800. Mm-hmm. So getting up there with Spider-Man. Uh, got some more Venom stuff with the movie coming out later this year. I think we're pretty close. we trailer, aren't we? Pretty soon, yeah. I think. Maybe tomorrow yeah, from when thinking. we're recording this. So right. maybe the day this goes up. Today is February the 7th. We're recording this, so I'm thinking the 8th. Yeah. Here later on, we've got the listing of uh, Marvel's new Young Guns program for their 2018, which is some creators they say to kind of keep an eye on. They've done this before over mm-hmm. the years. Uh, some of these names I already recognize, though, so I don't know how young those guys <laughs> you know, are. Yeah. No, they're doing some variant covers for, you know, some of that stuff. Like there's the, the today was the, being a Wednesday was the drop of the first issue of X-Men Red. You know, mm-hmm. the new X-Men book led by the resurrected adult Jean Grey. And there's a Young Guns variant on that. You know, oh, yeah. we have a couple of those in the store and they're going for like, 30, 35 bucks on eBay, you know, so whatever. When are they going to remake Young Guns? <laughs> <laughs> When's that happening? You know it's going to. Uh, so later on in the catalog, in page 51, we've got uh, Thanos Annual Number 1, starring Cosmic Ghost Rider, Yay. which apparently everybody loves. Mm-hmm. I guess he was in Guardians of the Galaxy is where that first happened. Is, is that it? right? right. I, I, you I, tell I, me. So. Yeah. Yep. And then there's supposed to be the big reveal of who it is or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the next page, we have Lockjaw number three or four with Spider Ham. <laughs> Got to get that. Peter I love, Porker. I love spectacular Spider Ham. Love some Spider Ham. Uh, I do like the ads they've been running for Lockjaw. I guess if you're not reading the monthly books, you probably haven't seen it. But it's like a lost dog flyer oh, yeah. for Lockjaw, <laughs> and it's got the little things, little tabs at the bottom that you, you can rip out of your off. comic and then buy another one since you have so you have a mint one. <laughs> oh gosh. After, looks like we got Weapon H number two, two with yeah. Weapon H fighting a Wendigo because it's hardcore. My next <laughs> thing's on uh, what is it, sixty-two? So whatever you got till sixty-two, sixty-two. Um, now, and Old Man Logan wasn't enough, so now Marvel, best known for taking one idea and completely beating it into the ground, now has Old Man Laura for um, all new well, Wolverine. Is it all? Old man, Laura. Old woman. Old Excuse woman. me. Old woman. Oh. Yeah. All right. Okay. Old woman. Did they Laura. think old lady. <laughs> Laura would be out of place. They should have done old maid Laura, included yeah. the cards with it. You know, yeah. like they did back in the nineties, and you could buy all the variant issues, get the whole set, and have a uh, set of playing cards. When do we get old Aunt May? When do we get that, that gritty feature? She's fail? gotten younger. Yeah. <laughs> Um, 71, we've got uh, Marvel Superhero Adventures. Looks like it's a new all-ages kind of kids book. Looks like it's similar to the Superhero Squad stuff Mm -hmm. they're doing for so long. I feel like they've altered it maybe just enough where they don't have to pay those guys. (laughs) Uh, Superhero Squad, maybe. But uh, if you're a fan of that, maybe check that out. Uh, Then we have uh, Ant-Man and Wasp Prelude number two, which, again, is sort of a prequel lead-up to To the the new movie. movie. Yep. 
uh, which you know the new Ant Man trailers out there too. I think that looked pretty good. Yep. I haven't uh, seen, it, ever, yet, seen, that? I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Okay. I just don't go out of my fun. way to watch them, okay. but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's a spo- I don't think it's a spoiler because I might be wrong, but I think that's Ghost in the trailer, the uh, villain. Oh, okay. Oh, so yeah. that's my I guess. I was trying to place it. Yeah, I think that. Right. I think that's who that is. I think he. That would be a good. Yeah, that would be a good story. villain for for Ant Man. I think. So. Um, and then we also have a listing here for the Avengers featuring Thanos Marvel Comics Digest. Which I believe this is one of the ones they're doing in conjunction with Archie. Archie. Mm-hmm. So again, there's only one printing, so get them all you can with those. All the regular Star Wars books are yeah. still coming out. Still buying them. Uh, got some. Sta- I'm oh. 85 is where I'm at. Well, I'm on 84. Hey, where we've got Punisher Max by Garth Ennis, Omnibus Volume Two. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about the first one previously. Uh, this collects more of Ennis's run. The Nice thing about this, though, it also has the Punisher Presents Barracuda miniseries featuring that villain, which hmm. is a great standalone series. It's not, it is a Punisher book. It does not star the Punisher. It stars Barracuda, the villain, and gives some more backstory on him, but it's a really good book. Uh, it also features Punisher the Tiger, Punisher the Cell, and Punisher the End. Those are three great standalone issues, specials that they did back in the day. Just really good. Punisher the Cell is a story that could basically be in any part of Frank Castle's life where he ends up in jail, jail. <laughs> strategically because all the guys who killed his family are in jail at the same time. Oh, uh-huh. What do you think happens <laughs> then? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, then, you know where this story's going. Yeah. Right. And then we've got Punisher the End, which features uh, Richard Corbin on art, mm-hmm. which is sort of, you know, the last Punisher story, mm-hmm. which is maybe a little more poetic than most Punisher stories, but is a really good sort of finale to the character. Page 85, we got another reprint of Spider-Man Craven's Last Hunt, J.M. DeMatteis, uh, Mike Zeck on art. This is pre-solicited for, like, August, so it's a little ways out. But uh, if you have not read that story, it's a, one of the one of the better Spider-Man stories historically. That so. seems like that's way out there, though, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's well, so far six. I, that. I just How noticed that it said August as I was wow. reading on it there. I didn't realize we were talking six months out instead I mean, of usual a, two. It's a $40 book. It's not like it's yeah. 200 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. I wonder why they would do that far out. Uh, on 88, we've got Color Your Own Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> Again, you know, t- kind of tying into the movie. Next to that, we have <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp Prelude. Trade, trade oh man which they features the second issue out. yeah two issue series and then some other uh ant-man wasp stories in there after that we've got color your own deadpool, deadpool again again yeah. which i assume means they had a previous deadpool coloring book yes they did so if you want to color some deadpool some more. get some red crayons and go to town on that on uh, 96, we've got Black Panther, Long Live the King. What is MPGN? So the GN is graphic novel, but what's the MP? Marvel Premiere. Marvel Premiere, you think? think? Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. see here at the top yeah, of the cover. Yeah, first time in print. Yep. They've got Marvel Premiere right, graphic okay. novel. I see it there now. So, so yeah, and uh, I was kind of reading about this today online a little bit. Apparently, these are uh, Comixology exclusive books they were doing, which are now coming into print. Print, okay. Um, the article I was reading kind of likened it to... Um, what they do with the Netflix shows. They're Netflix exclusive, then they come out on DVD, DVD. later. Okay. So you, kind of what they're doing here with having a physical trade. Yeah. And then those stories. Um, on 97, you got the next trade of Black Panther, book five, Avengers of the New World, part two. Still written, uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates. It's still really, really good. And they also added art with Chris Sprouse. So that's a add-on to that cool. series. Covered by Brian Stelfreeze. Mm-hmm. I like that. 
on uh, 111, we've got the Death of Wolverine complete collection trade. Uh, did we even talk about Wolverine coming back? No, I think that was a very Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, Wolverine, yeah, it was on actually on <laughs> page two. Yeah, Wolverine's I, coming back, guys. Yeah, yeah as surprise. if you didn't know from all the little icons in the previous yeah, catalogs yeah, yeah. that we talked about. <laughs> yeah, were there any in this one? I didn't notice I any, but maybe they heard us complaining about yes. it last right. time. Took <laughs> yeah, out. I'm sure they take into account what we have to say I mean, about who, their catalog. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> but if you want to read how Wolverine died before he's coming back, pick that up. Again, died mm-hmm. again for right. this time. Many times. Page 110. I don't um, uh, we have a Werewolf by Night, the Complete Collection, Volume 3. The one thing in this one is this has a reprinting Werewolf by Night 32, which yeah. is first appearance of Moon Knight. And if you paid any attention to that book, it's gotten ridiculous. So if you want to purchase this and get that story at a not not paying you know several hundred dollars for that story than the werewolf by night complete collection and then i want to cue you in on the posters oh on page 14 just let's, go let's go go <laughs> <laughs> well we've got a very nice deadpool 300 by scott mm-hmm. koblish poster here featuring many versions of deadpool we have uh, domino by greg mm-hmm. Poster, yes. nice cover nice for the new nice. series new series cover number one yeah there's a yep. hunt for wolverine by mcniven poster which is probably the cover to the cover series which isn't finished yet right. but you see a version of it in here mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. there's no picture here on this there's page no, but you can guess what that is yeah you can figure right. it out good idea. Mm-hmm. uh we have marvel poster a hey. with mm, no yeah. picture <laughs> we have marvel poster b mm-hmm. and, but and wait got, there's more <laughs> there's marvel poster c scott i know it's lovely with no picture they yeah i'll order all three of those i don't know what they are i don't know what they look like it would be awesome it's if they actually put a poster that had the letters A, B, a. and C yeah. on them. They're just doing the whole alphabet. It's Marvel A. A, the Marvel whole alphabet. B. Well, you could spend $9 and, and find, find out, out what it is. Right. What if they put every sing- the head of every single character of theirs that started with the letter A? Oh. Oh. Do that. Do something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it. <laughs> I'm going to, well, next time I'm just going to flip through the catalog and guess yes. what those posters are going to be. There you go. This is you getting, start a pool. It's ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I'll start a dead pool on that (laughs) back of the book i'll go first page uh 256 solicited again and i'm just going to keep as long as this book it shows up in the catalog and trade i'm probably going to mention every single time but they're re-soliciting uh uh, motor girl volume two um the in trade paperback from abstract studios two you know 10 12 issues i can't remember what it was i read in trade outstanding story um, highly recommend it. Not superhero based, so but it is. It's a really good uh, Terry Moore story. On two eighty four, we've under uh, I believe it's Antarctic. We've got the Steampunk Glamour Gazette, which looks like it's a uh, steampunk cosplay magazine. <laughs> so if you're into some of that, you can check that out. Uh, it says we're back under a new name. I don't know what it was before, mm. but it's the Steampunk Glamour Gazette now. If you were getting it previously, maybe <laughs> check that out. <laughs> Uh, on Oh, on page 300, we have Copra Collections, uh, which has been a fun book. Uh, if you're trying to get original issues, have at it, because that guy makes them himself on his Etsy store and sells them. Oh, so really? he does A to B, A to Z on that, and he sends them out, and they are super hard to find out, and they are super expensive when you do. Huh. Hmm. Uh, I've read it digitally just because of the availability. Uh, but here are some new uh, trades. They're about yeah twenty dollars each, and then we've got number five coming out now too at uh, twenty two. But it's a if you like John Ostrander Suicide Squad, 
you need to pick up this book huh. because it is all <laughs> of that, but really good. Uh, it's still a fun book. There are some characters that are somewhere strange, <laughs> and it's a, it's a fun time. You know, it's kind of a cool indie book, and this guy kind of does it all himself, so you have to admire that. While some of the coughs in this podcast have been real, I can assure you that those were not real coughs. Page, uh, I got 331s where I'm at next. Well, so. on 304 uh, with Bongo Comics, we've got Simpsons Comics 243, where it looks like they're bringing back Hank Scorpio, and it looks like he's teaming up with Mr. Burns here, so that probably be a fun story if you pick those up. Uh, going into Boom, we've got RoboCop Citizens Arrest Number 1, where it looks like they're it's uh, sort of later on in the story of RoboCop, and it looks like social media is coming into law enforcement. <laughs> so this might be like kind of a good satirical story, more in line with the original RoboCop. Mm-hmm. So this might be, uh, you know, it's written by Brian Wood, so this might be a good, might be good. issue yeah. to pick up, a series. Um, after that, we have the WWE WrestleMania 2018 special number one. Wrestling. Got some good wrestling, and it looks like they're going to have a story of uh, Macho Man Randy Savage and Ricky uh, the Dragon Steamboat's match from WrestleMania three, which is a great match. Gets overshadowed by Hulk and Andre the Giant, but it's still a good match at that special. So check that out. On uh, getting more serious, on page three fifteen, we have uh, about Betty's boob, original graphic <laughs> novel, which looks like it's about a, a character with breast cancer. Uh, and kind of how she uh, rebounds from that. So that might be a good story to read. Not some of the lighter fare that we've been going into necessarily. Uh, 322, we have Adventure Time 75, which claims to be the last issue. I don't know if they're going to start over with a new number one or if they're just dropping it. I can't Mm. imagine they're dropping the license entirely. I wouldn't think. Seems like it's still done, right? They were continuing on in comic form. Yeah, but I would think some if if Boom is dropping this, surely someone else would pick it up. But I think they're still doing Adventure Time comics too, right? Which is a separate book. Yeah, right next to on page. Yeah, it's on number twenty-two now. Yeah. On page uh, 331 from Cartoon Books, we've got uh, the Bone Coda behind-the-scenes bundle, and this actually includes a DVD of a TV show called The Cartoonist, which has a story about Jeff Smith, who is the creator of Bone. So if you're a diehard Bone fan, then uh, that might be something you want to take a look at. I think you can actually watch that on, like, Amazon Prime for free, but if you want to actually own a copy... Uh, at least it was on Amazon Prime for free at one time. So it'll be on there for a couple months, and you'll yeah. go. Then Where'd you'll want to watch it. You can't find <laughs> it. I just, had, I just had that happen last night with a bunch of stuff. On a three thirty-five, we have a book called uh, Silver, which looks like it's from one of the animators of uh, the Iron Giant. No, oh. but it looks like it's more of a Dracula pulp kind of story with some vampires. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's listed as mature themes, so even though Iron Giant's family friendly, I'd imagine this isn't. Yeah. But there's two volumes of that, so that might be an interesting story to check out. Backing up to page 332. I don't remember having seen these solicited in previews. Maybe I just missed them, but there are a ton of yeah. classics, yeah, illustrated, of classics. vintage replica editions um, that they're putting out in hardcover. So if there was a classics illustrated book that you you know, remember having as a child and would like to have a nice hardcover, it looks like they're only going to be, well, it's $9.95 for a paperback and $12.95 for a hardback. So this would be your chance, and there's, I don't know, looks like about 70 of them that are going to be yeah. um, available. So I won't, I'm not going to list them all now, but, you know, out of 70 of them, there's a real good chance that one you like might be in there. 
And what, just, kind of, what kind of bums me out is there were some really good ones in the 90s mm-hmm. by a lot of good like indie creators like J.K. Snyder. You know, Gahan Wilson did an adaptation of Edgar Allan Poe stories. Mm-hmm. A lot of really cool, solid books. Uh, Peter Cooper did The Jungle. Where are those at? Right. <laughs> those were really, <laughs> like, those. I read those growing up. I really liked them. Mm-hmm. You know. And, and we, uh, just kind of hitting on the back room and the back issue situation here at Campus Comics, we have an inordinate amount of just the floppy single issues of of classics illustrated so if you ever want to pick up any of those they're here at real reasonable prices yeah. you know because it's it's sometimes it's just cool to read those stories in the original format yeah. you had you know just the soft soft cover yeah. the way they were comic. meant to be as yeah. comic books that's, that's comic right books, yeah page 338 you have uh swashbucklers uh, this is a story that i think was an epic comic for a very very or many many years ago we're talking about like yeah. in the 80s um, I think mm-hmm. it was originally written by Bill Mantlo. Obviously, he's not going to be writing the continuation um, of this story, but uh, his name is mentioned in here as the creator. So hopefully, they're because like he actually passed away. Is that right, or is he the one that's really? I thought he was in a coma. Did he? Okay, pass away? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, okay, I'm saying things that I don't know anything about. Yeah. But I know there's some health issues. Let's put there has been some health issues with Bill Mantlo. So I'm hoping well. that. Mm-hmm. Um, at least if it's either going to, some of this will be going to support him or to support his estate, um, one of the two. So, um, And, of course, I best know Bill Mantlo from Rom Space Night. So I only said it once this time. <laughs> rom, rom. i got a couple more for you. Uh, on 348, we've got the second issue of the new uh, Green Hornet series. Oh, wait, real quick. Wikipedia lists Bill Mantlo as is. So that means he's still alive. Okay. Right? Okay. So, so, so hopefully too, it's going to his. Yeah. To, hopefully it's going to support his support him in some. Yeah, because there's I think there's a lot of medical costs there mm-hmm. with his care. So definitely check that stuff out. That helps him. Yep. Uh, back to Green Hornet. Um, we've got a new series written by Amy Chu. I just saw a quick uh, sort of interview with her online, mentioning that she is planning to kind of up the Green Hornet's rogues gallery in this, and bring in a uh, Joker level villain for the Green Hornet, huh. which is something the Green Hornet really needs. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the characters that really is kind of hurt by not having a great rogues gallery mm-hmm. and really should after being around so long. I'm, I'm going to jump back to 343 just for a second. There's a Red Sonja board game, um, and the one reason why I mention this is that I, I actually like to play quite a few board games, and what's nice about this one, I haven't, I have, I'll probably wait until I see some reviews on it personally before I actually pick it up, but it supports one to four players, so it's one of those games where if you want to play a game and you can't find anybody around, you can actually play the game solo without having to have friends. Do you have so to for those, up like Red Sonja? I would hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could, though, right? I, well, like if you I, wanted to? I couldn't because I don't have the stuff to uh, to dress up that way. <laughs> Hypothetically. Hypothetically, <laughs> I, guess you, I guess you could. You wanted so. to. <laughs> My next thing is on 360. Uh, on 353, we have um, some reissues of some Shaft comic books and novels, <laughs> which are marked for Black History Month, which is now, right? not right. when this stuff comes out. Oh, yeah. So why wasn't this in the catalog a couple ago. months ago? But if you want to check out some Shaft, there you go. Um, every month in previews, uh, Dynamic Forces has some like signed or and sketched up books with like the COAs and... And stuff sometimes will like say you can get like a guaranteed 9.6 or 9.8 issue signed and, and have those priced. Um, but there are this month some issues of like Action Comics number 1000, one that you can get that's signed by Brian Michael Bendis, uh, one that you can get that's uh, 
like uh, signed by, I thought I saw a Jim Lee. Yeah, someone that's signed by Jim Lee. The Brian Michael Bendis one, $38. The Jim Lee one, $300. Wow. So you can see whose uh, signature they particularly value. But there are several of those, you know, each month um, in previews. And I assume you can pre-order yeah, those just order like, I guess I should ask that first. But, no, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. those are to order. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can order them. So that's, it's just they have the cutoff, you know, and then they yeah, basically just they do just it do exactly however yeah. many they have. Yeah, so, so it's not something you're going to have to be able to go back and pick up later, yeah. except on the secondary market, which I'm sure. Yeah, and how are. how often do those show up on the secondary market? I feel like I don't see those very often. Every once in a while, and I'll pick up some collections from time to time that will have some of these things right. in them. But uh, it really seems to be like if that's something you want, want you, you get, get it. Get yeah, in on the mm-hmm. ground floor. Yeah. With that. There's also if you have some money left over after you spend three hundred dollars on the Jim Lee signature, you can drop almost eight hundred dollars to get a amazing spider-man 797 uh, elite gold signature series signed by stan lee oh boy so <laughs> intro price of 797 Seven, in, regular yeah, price is 899.99 oh, yeah more <laughs> so act now and save 120 dollars more <laughs> than my first car <laughs> <laughs> on uh, back on 356 we've got the bitcoin comic handbook by josh blaylock which looks like it's sort of a primer for you uh, understanding Bitcoin and how it works. So if you're confused about exactly how Bitcoin works like I am, maybe I'm, check it out. I'm confused and I'm not <laughs> sure I care. Cryptocurrency. <laughs> right. Check hey, that it's out. Future. It's the future. Uh, on 365 with Fan and Graphics, uh, we have from the creator of X-Men Grand Design, which I would say the creator of Grand Design is the creator of Hip Hop Family Tree. We've got some <laughs> Hip Hop Family Tree listings here. Uh, with some collections of that that you can get, which is a really solid book by Ed Pisker. Uh, just sort of almost, it's a comic book, but it's almost an oral history of rap music from its beginnings. And it's been a really great book. I'm on uh, 420s where my next thing is. I so. bet it is. <laughs> <laughs> on uh, 394. It's not for me. <laughs> we, that's what they all say, Scott. Yeah. We've got uh, Castronauts. Which is cats, astronauts, not anything else that might sound like. Robot Rescue, which looks like it's just sort of a fun uh, kids all ages book. Looks like it's a series where this we're up to volume four of Robot Rescue here. So it may just be a fun kind of cat centric book to check out. On uh, 410, we have uh, Judge Dredd, The Complete Case Files, volume 15. Who's that on the cover? I know. Because that better not be Dread, because uh-uh, you can see I that can dude's see face. face. Yeah. That's not right. <laughs> it's like Stallone movie all over again. Yeah, I assume that's not him. It doesn't quite look like his uniform. So 420, and this literally, this is not. I have zero interest in this book personally, but I know that there are a lot of oh, Beatles fans, fans out yeah. there. So you got the Beatles Yellow Submarine hardcover. You guys take it over because you'd probably know more about it than I do. So yeah, <laughs> it looks like they're just doing a graphic novel adaptation of Yellow Submarine. Uh, earlier, sort of at the beginning of the catalog, there's a little note here about uh, Bill Morrison, who's doing this, who worked on the Simpsons comics for a long time. Apparently, he's also just taken over as editor of Mad Magazine. Oh, really? So that's kind of interesting to see where his career is going there. He's taken him. Uh, yeah, but if you like the Beatles, the Beatles. you think Dennis would pick I this up? I don't know. Yeah, he might. He likes Beatles. He's, Seems he like would. this would be something for yeah, him. Yeah, next to it, that's kind of weird. We might have hit on this before, but Yellow Submarine merchandise. Nice. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, they have the like almost pop-like figures of them, but they're black and white. I mean, <laughs> the most colorful possible. Yeah, that's really weird. You know 
version of the Beatles you could have, and let's put it in black and white. So right. is uh, is Campus Comics going to participate in the Yellow Submarine Limited Edition merchandise exclusive contest with comic shops? Um, what you have to do to enter? I do not know. Create an in-store Yellow Submarine display <laughs> on August 8, 2018 to tie in with the release of Titan's new Beatles Yellow Submarine graphic novel. Your display must prominently feature the Beatles' Yellow Submarine graphic novel. Oh. The best display chosen by Apple, Apple Corps Corp. wins. Yeah. Tweet pictures of your Yellow Submarine in-store display to at Comics Titan on August 8th. Email your pictures directly. Contest ends August 19th. So the creative people out there, come in the shop on 8th, pick right. up your copy. You could win $1,000 in Yellow <laughs> Submarine yep. limited edition merchandise. Yeah, we might be discussing that after the show. Yes, <laughs> Uh, that would be pretty cool. Right after that, we have The Prisoner Number 1, mm-hmm. and this is based on the old uh, cult mm-hmm. TV show. Yep. There's a cool cover here by Mike Howard. Uh, I've never seen this. It's one of those things I've always kind of meant to get around to and could just never seem to catch it or mm-hmm. find it, so I don't know too much about it. Oh, the actual TV yeah. series? Yeah. TV series, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah vague memory. I, I remember watching. I don't remember a lot about it, but it was very... Uh, and Jack Kirby and Gil Kane Artist Edition. Yeah, following that, that yep. seems like something to check out. Now, has this stuff, was this stuff that was not published? Is that what the story is here? No idea. I okay, have no I clue. I thought I saw online earlier that this was maybe something that was unreleased previously. Uh, it says, long lost, un- previously unpublished comic books. Hmm. So, I guess this is new Kirby stuff, maybe. Wow. So, that's pretty rare in and of itself there. Uh, so, if you're a... Uh, you know, Kirby completist. There you go. If you picked you up, get. if you picked up the, uh, if you picked up the checklist last month, yeah. well, now this will be added to it. Yeah, so your so checklist is now incomplete. I don't have anything till four sixty four. Well, you're for me, so okay. Uh, on four sixty four, under Yen Press, we have Reborn as a Vending Machine. I now wander the dungeon, Volume One, <laughs> which I think is about a man who uh, passes away. And is reincarnated as a vending machine. <laughs> it's a Japanese vending machine, so I'm not exactly sure what this machine yeah, is vending necessarily. Oh, no. It may be something we don't want to talk about. You've here. said too much. <laughs> but I did hear uh, hear about this online a little bit, and I think it's uh, yeah. I'm not sure what. I think TP might be a teen rating. So it's not mature, so it's oh, maybe not uh, as bad as it could be. Could be, yeah. Well, I would think TP would be trade paperback. Cause they also oh, have HC, oh, which HC would be hardcover. Hard well, okay then. I don't know what that's rated then. Oh, it I says thought they had a listing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. There you go. So, okay. oh, yeah. So yeah. still must not so, be that bad. Yeah. yeah. So sort of a weird story there. Maybe some. So it probably odd is just anime for you to check out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he probably vends whatever they need for the story at the time. Mm, there you go. There's the answer. I'm sure that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's the end of comic books for me, I think. Yeah, me too. I'm on I'm in apparel next. I'm on 499. So oh. whatever you got before 499. 476, the book book section. We've got some art books here and we have a book of uh, Alphonse Muka uh oh, artwork yeah. which a lot of people like. And it's only $40, so it's like it's not that bad for an art book. So if you want to check out some of his work, uh, on 478, we have the DC Comics variant cover, Complete Visual History. Uh, and now we also have a few, I guess they're calling them Little Book of. And mm-hmm. we've got Batman, oh. Avengers. And I think what this is, is uh, some of the uh, content from the uh, DC Tashin books, sort of broken down into little sections. 
Um, well, they have some for Marvel too. So yeah. there's so, like Marvel and DC. You got Avengers, Batman, Captain America, Fantastic Four, Amazing Spider-Man, Superman, and Wonder Woman. I kind of I thought I kind of imagined they were like the little big books, like what we had, and is what I was thinking that they yeah. were probably like. I think this is just taking some of the other stuff and kind of chopping it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, on 479, we've also got uh, Men of Tomorrow, Geeks, Gangsters of the Birth of Comic Book. This is by Gerard Jones. I'm not sure if you've been following what's been happening with Gerard Jones. <laughs> I'm probably not going to pick this up, though. No. Okay. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Gotta you can Google that for yourself. Mm-hmm. I missed this the I first time. I used to be a fan of his writing. I'm going to pass. <laughs> I missed this first time through on 481. They are reprinting the Kirby King of Comics book as oh, a yeah. trade paper, or as a, oh, yeah, wow. as a soft nice. cover uh, written by Mark Evanier, who worked under Kirby for many, many years. Uh, in uh, I mentioned Thundar the Barbarian earlier, right. so Kirby did uh, help with the production artwork for that, and Mark Evanier was a writer on Thundar the Barbarian. So, But this is an excellent uh, history about Kirby. Um, so if you've not read it, it also includes a all-pencil um, story called Streetwise, where Jack Kirby kind of pseudo autobiographically relate some of his youth in a in a pencil format it's really really neat to look at it that that alone is worth the price of the book and the soft cover is only 25 bucks on uh, 42 we have the 75 years of dc comics hardcover uh when this came out a few years ago it was a larger oversized book that was pretty pricey mm-hmm. they've since been splitting this up into smaller books mm-hmm. Uh, this version, though, is probably more of a typical hardcover size and is only $70. <laughs> they have the other uh, sections of the book here for $60 each. <laughs> so maybe just get the one for just $70. One, yeah. right. It's a good book. I will say I've got the oversized. I like it. It's a little unwieldy. Yeah, a little bit. You know. It's, it's, that one's 10 by 14, so it's bigger than the other three. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. 10 by 14. It's also 720 pages, yeah. <laughs> where the others, I think, are around 400. 400. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Huh. But, yeah, it's a, it's a good book on the history of D.C., <clears throat> a lot of cool stuff in there. Uh, definitely worth checking out. Uh, didn't think I'd ever say this, but here we've got something in the card section I want to talk about. Oh, uh, boy. We've got the Mystery Science the- the- oh, Theater 3000 uh, Trading Card Series 1. Uh, this was a uh, Kickstarter they did recently, which I didn't participate in this one. But uh, you can get the box of cards for $85, which you know should include the complete set throughout there, and then some other um, chase cards and things in there. And that might be—I haven't bought any cards in quite a while, no. but that might be something might I have be. to pick up. <laughs> uh, yeah, after that, I think we we're in the apparel section. Yeah, I'm on 4.99, so you got on 4.97. Okay. We've got the Batman Utility Belt T-shirt, which kind of features the capsule belt. Which is kind of cool. It's kind of the version I, you know, was around when I started reading. They haven't done anything with the capsule belt in years, mm-hmm. though, so I'm kind of surprised to see it here. But that's kind of neat. Yeah. Four ninety nine. They got a couple of I would consider vintage looking T shirt. They have one with the yeah. ten cent price yeah, for comics. The yeah, they go line. days gone by. Then there's also a Comics Code Authority, um, a couple of T shirts, white and black as well. So those are kind of nifty to pick up. Yeah, right above that we've got a selection of some Batman shirts. And uh, one of them is a yellow silhouette of a bat, but when you turn it upside down, it's a silhouette of Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, after that, we've kind of got the Geek Chic section here, which is a lot of Black Panther. Yeah, yeah a lot of Black like... Panther. Uh, what I liked on this page, though, was uh, there is a Punisher, basically like a bowling shirt. Yes, I, re- I saw that, <laughs> on too. page 501. Really like that. Yeah. Not in my size, but whatever. <laughs> Just a button-up collared uh, Punisher shirt, the uh, Punisher logo money. on the back. So Yeah, really nice thing. 
Um, oh. oh, on 508, we've got the uh, Predator Movie Mini Mates box set. Uh, I assume these are all stealth mode predators because I can't see what's going on here. <laughs> Just all silhouette blacked out. Mm. Can't let me know what's in the set I'm supposed to be buying. Hmm. I guess that's based on the new Predator movie. Yeah, right? so which we can't. Oh, yeah, they can't show the images. Yeah, hasn't like. been a trailer or anything for that yet. Nope. Uh, on 515, we've got some. Uh, Batman animated series uh, PVC statues. I, I guess these are all in stock. Yeah, it things looks you like, can order yep, now. These are all in stock ones. Yep. Uh, I haven't seen too much many of these. Uh, it's kind of a cool Batgirl one where she's sort of colliding into Clayface the base, there. Clayface. So he's the, the base. base. Yeah, he, yeah. It was kind of neat. Not out too long ago. Yeah, came in. We had one in here. Mm -hmm. So it's a really sharp looking figure. Yeah, and some Harley Quinn stuff for those of you that just have to have Har everything yep, Harley can't Quinn. Get enough. Yeah. Page. 520, which one are you talking about? You got, okay, you go. <laughs> I'm going to talk about the alien facehugger, face life-size prop replica, <laughs> perfect for any home. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's quite the conversation piece. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't, you have a house yes. until you have this, <laughs> then you have a home. <laughs> That's right. For the low, low price of $699.95. Oh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, $700. Just brighten up your home with a facehugger. Also on 520, <laughs> I, I have a... I don't know, for some reason, the Rocketeer is just one of the coolest looking just, characters yeah. I've ever seen in my entire oh, life. Yeah. I don't know what it is about that character. I just love the way he looks. Dave Steven artwork was, was just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And there is a really, really cool statue. You got um, the Rocketeer and Betty flying up. You got the power, you got the backpack working and everything. It is. It looks super cool. Two hundred. It's pricey. Two hundred bucks. Not as pricey as the face hugger, though. Right. No. So, but it's it's hard not yeah. mention the Rocketeer whenever he shows yeah, up. It's two hundred bucks, but I will have one of these in the store. It so is. Awesome. Have they shown any other angles of this? No, because uh, you can't see the rocket. Right. Yeah. And typically, there's the two get, versions of the rocket you get: the more Dave Stevens comic book mm -hmm. version, mm -hmm. and then there's the sort of two jet. Mm -hmm. movie version, movie version. Right. that you see it so i'm kind of curious as to which is on yeah, this i would hope it would be the comic it. version right. myself so. so yeah mm -hmm. but uh. very cool <laughs> and then right after that you know as a tweeter head continues to put out their what they're calling their superpowers line and they have a really nice classic looking superman and wonder woman you know and that statue again pricey 260 dollars but you know that's good quality stuff so i'll be picking those up as well uh after that we've got the 112 collective uh justice league tactical batman action figure mm -hmm. which is sort of his suit from the end of the justice league movie which when we were seeing it before the movie i wasn't too crazy about it right but once you get those night owl looking goggles off it <laughs> it's a really cool suit almost looks like one of the arkham games right so i don't know if the goggles just completely come off of this but yeah but nice. they're up on his forehead here yeah they're not covering the eyes so, so yeah and there's also kind of a cool Jimmy Olsen, uh, Amigo-style figure wearing the Superman outfit. So mm -hmm. that's kind of neat. Sort of a fun old-school kind of thing. Um, on 525, we have some uh, Iron Man 3 uh, die-cast figures. Which Iron is Man 3? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think it's just the amount of that armors man. that were in that movie. They just kind of <laughs> keep cranking them out. Right. But... Iron Man seems perfect for a diecast figure. Uh -huh. uh, yep. These are $130. Yeah. Wow. But if you want mm. a cool diecast Iron Man figure, that's they, here. That's still considerably cheaper if those, any of you are familiar with Hot Toys yeah. uh, brand, but, you know, company. They're top-notch, but, man, you, you know, the Iron Man's for the Hot Toy stuff. You can pay $300 for them, you know, three to $400. And some of those are diecast as well, you know. Yeah. I'm sure these aren't as 
feature laden, and these are one twelve scale, which will put them about six inch figure. Whereas, you know, the Hot Toys figures are twice that big. You know, they're six scale. So, after that, on five twenty six, we've got uh, Marvel Superheroes Vintage six inch action figures. And uh, it looks like the packaging and the style of these is really like sort of the early 1990s. Yeah, I would say 90s. Uh, I think it's the first uh, wave of Toy Biz yeah, I'm Marvel ins- figures. From I'm back insulted in the day. that they are referring to those toys as vintage. vintage. Uh, <laughs> get used to it, man. Yeah, wait till our, is your music showing up on classic radio? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, start, it's starting to happen. I don't like hearing. I don't like hearing Nirvana on the oldie station. But uh, yeah, but again, I you know these were figures I bought as a kid. Uh, actually. There was a uh, subscription offered with them, and I got Amazing Spider-Man huh. subscription through the mail from those figures back in the day. So these are kind of cool versions of that. I don't have anything until five ninety-five. So uh, on five thirty, we've got the uh, Super Mario Bowser statue, which looks pretty cool. Uh, again, we can only see the one angle. Actually, speaking of one angle, going back to the uh, New Teen Titans number one statues. Uh-huh. On DC's YouTube channel, they have complete turnarounds of every one of the statues. Oh, really? They're about 30-second videos where you can view the entire statue. So oh. they must have been listening to us. Yeah, they must have. <laughs> and been like, oh, let's take yeah. care of that. Yeah, we'll so, yeah, get on up. get on YouTube if you want to see more oh, of those good. statues. That's a good idea. Yeah. More people need to do that. On uh, 535, we've got uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi First Order Stormtrooper helmet replica for 225. Uh, I think you have to add your own red handprint to that. <laughs> but that's kind of a nice-looking uh, Stormtrooper helmet. On uh, 536, we have uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Looks like this is from the 1990 first movie, where it's the baby turtles from the flashback origin sequence, <laughs> which I believe were stop-motion back in the day. Mm-hmm. Probably won't pick these up, but it's kind it's of a kind neat of thing. Cool. Like, I you know, kind of realized it. what that was right away, mm-hmm. just growing up with that movie. Um, next page, we've got the Walking Dead Lucille, like a champ edition, 32-inch bat. Uh, again, another just great conversation piece for your house. Yeah. <laughs> of a bloody bat with barbed wire on it. Mm-hmm. You know, just leave it on a coffee table. Any it's brain fine. matter hanging off the bat. I didn't yeah. look that close. You know, yeah. it's a collector's replica. Uh, after that, we kind of get into the Funko section. Do we have to? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because they got a Rick and Morty snowball, 12-inch plastic galactic uh, plushie. Uh, I really wish this had a voice chip in it that could ask where its testicles were. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's it for the Funko stuff, anyway. On uh, 547, we've got the uh, DC Play Arts Kai Harley Quinn figure, which these are really nice figures. I've never picked one up because they are pricey. Mm-hmm. But for what you get, I mean, there's so many accessories with this Harley Quinn. I think it basically, you can turn it into another figure, it looks mm-hmm. like. So it's uh, Harley Quinn in sort of a nurse outfit, and then her accessories looks like it's more of a, I wouldn't say traditional Harley Quinn, but definitely something that looks closer to Harley Quinn with just sort of like mech kind of compart- components to it. Uh, next page, we've got the Avengers Age of Ultron Iron Man Hulkbuster, Hulkbuster. diecast figure. It's only five hundred dollars. Only yeah. get two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you take know. cash. Pick them up. Do you take cash here, Mike? I do. Okay, I good. Gladly take it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in some of the Star Wars section, we've got the Star Wars Elite Praetorian Guard two pack, and I think these are the uh, guards from uh, the Last Jedi that they're fighting. That I thought were kind of cool. Crimson Guard takeoff designs. Mm-hmm. So you get like a two pack of those there, uh, so you can stage your own battles at home. Uh, oh, <laughs> on 579, 
We've got Clockwork Orange, Robbie the Robot, and Audrey Hepburn. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll go lightly. So, so it's something for everybody here in previews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And multicolored Robbie the Robot for yeah. some reason. I'm not sure, but... I know they kind of... Didn't they reuse Robbie for other things too? Several, several yeah. things. Or yeah. Was he ever repainted like I that or anything, remember. or is this just something fun to do? Yeah, just man, no I had a, really idea. I had a Manor Astro Man hat back in the day with Robbie the Robot on it that I lost. Huh. I rue that to this day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on a uh, five eighty one, we have Pulp Fiction jewels mm-hmm. and uh, Vincent figures. Uh, again, these are kind of pricier, two hundred dollar range figures. But uh, some of Quentin Tarantino's movie merchandise has been kind of controversial in the past and doesn't stick around too long. So if you want these, maybe check them out. And with some of the crazy stuff he's been saying lately, who knows how much more this is coming out. (laughs) So get them now if you want them, I suppose. If you're hardcore into Pulp Fiction and have to have them. Uh, Oh, on uh, 586, we've got a nice Super Mario... Uh, Mario figure for $30, which looks like it's pretty articulated uh, for a Mario figure. I think they, this has been in the catalog before, but it's kind of a cool-looking figure. And not too much more pricey than a regular action figure anymore. Uh, $5.92 in the Marvel Heroes section, we've got uh, some Black Panther enamel pins, because the kids love their enamel pins nowadays. <laughs> with some uh, retro kind of Black Panther designs there. I think they're just waiting on everybody to go see the movie and then come into the and store, store and, and say, see Black Panther. And uh, after that, we've got Back to the Future stress dolls of Marty and Doc. <laughs> so if you get stressed out and just want to squeeze Doc Brown, have at it. Yeah, five, I think you got five ninety five. If you have ever wanted your own Bethlop from uh, Star Trek Next Generation for fighting amongst your friends or to recreate the scene from The Big Bang Theory where it gets stolen from Sheldon, then right. now is your chance to pick one up for a mere $350. I will say, if you wanted, you ever wanted a good-looking Batleth, because I've seen these at conventions before that are handmade, <laughs> and they don't look as good as this. Yeah. <laughs> so right. if you want a nice-looking nice Batleth, mm-hmm. yeah. definitely pick this pick up. Pick that one up, so yeah. Um, next to that, we also have the Next Generation Communicator Pin Replica Bluetooth Speaker. <laughs> oh, this is $80. This is going to be hard for me to pass up. Uh, I'll tell you that right now. Because cool. if I can wear this, because it, it sounds like I can link this into my phone. You should. Uh, if it's Bluetooth, that, you should be able to. Right? Oh, man. A Bluetooth. I mean, at a minimum, it's a Bluetooth <laughs> speaker. You can play your music out through it. So If I can touch that and talk to somebody, guys, <laughs> it's over. It's on. It's over. <laughs> I mean, how do you pass that up? Oh, I've so been on cool. a big Star Trek kick lately since I've been sick, kind of just watching Next Generation it's again. And answer is, and make phone calls oh. like you're the Starship Enterprise. <laughs> like you're on the... <laughs> you know, we just go ahead and put you, put you down. Maybe. Maybe two. Oh, Maybe put you down for two. Oh, that's <laughs> That's, that's tough. And I tell you call, what, if you're a cosplayer, call, if you cosplay cool. Star Trek, how do you not get that? Yeah, no. Come on, that just sells it. That's People crazy. think you're from the future. It, it chirps, <laughs> it has the chirp sound effect. Oh, man. <laughs> that is if really I could just cool. tap that and answer a phone call, it, it's, that's what it says. You know, and it's hand free, so yeah. you could use that while you're driving. driving. <laughs> on, on. Come on. Oh, answer and call, play, pause, Siri, Google now. Wow. Can I call Siri computer with it? You can you can read <laughs> probably you can rename computer. it, mate. No, I don't know if you can rename can that one or not. Computer? Yeah. Oh man. But you could have Siri call you Kirk. Mm-hmm. I'd rather, I'd rather she call me Picard. Or she can call you Picard <laughs> yeah, too, yeah. or call you Cisco. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty cool. 
Page uh, 603, got a uh, Stranger Things uh, Ego card game. I don't know what that's going to be about. Yeah, what does that? But Eleven likes her Egos, so that's all you probably need to know if you're a Stranger Things fan. And then there's several other on the next page on 604, several other Stranger uh, uh, Things-related board games, including a Ouija board. Mm -hmm. So if you've washed yours in the closet... Yeah, <laughs> there's your chance summon, to pick summon one. the dark arts, <laughs> Stranger Things. Uh, for I do, I do know. like the design on the Ouija board where it looks like the Christmas light, yeah. uh-huh. you know, letter yeah. pattern that was mm-hmm. on the wall. So that's kind of a fun idea. On page six hundred five, for those of you who are into miniatures, they have this. These are like scenes from the what Woodbury houses and such uh, for Walking Dead. But you can buy these houses individually and use them for other uh, miniature sets up. So uh, hmm. something to think about. Yeah, I think and, that's it. For and me that's in that this is it for me. That is that is it for me too. So all right. Well, there you have just a. Uh, sampling of the merchandise books and other things that are available from the previous catalog for february i take that back we did completely blew over um in valiant not that there was any book worth oh, talking about yeah. in valiant mm-hmm. but the fact that the valiant universe has been purchased i saw this on oh, matt yeah. martin's feed and and it doesn't sound real hopeful for valiant right, to me yeah. because they have a director who's really not directed a whole lot of stuff mm-hmm. that's going to be taking over that uh going to be owning that universe mm-hmm. so but uh, so those of you who are valiant fans you might want to Pay close yeah. attention to what's going on uh, with that. Because I know Denish, I can't, I'm not sure of the last name, but I know it didn't sound like he was with part of the deal. And I know that's a, a lot of the reason people got back into Valiant was that he was part of it. This guy was part of, I'm not familiar with Valiant enough mm. to speak knowledgeably uh, about right. it. Me neither, but, but I thought that was relatively big news. Yeah, from a, because technically they do have the third largest superhero universe right, in print right. you know after marvel and dc of course but mm-hmm. you know so i know there are fans of that yeah but yeah it is doesn't sound hopeful to me and they've know? always historically had pretty you know solid creators yes. working on their books right, so he's got prime yeah. talent that's for sure for sure so yep that was an oversight thanks for bringing that up yeah so. and they were supposed to be having supposed to be like a larger movie deal too right mm-hmm. like they've been talking of, about they keep bringing stuff, that up yeah and, and then it kind of went, you know... It went to like a web series, web series for like, yeah. like and, you know, for some of them, so... Right. So that is something to watch for those of you that do follow that. But, uh, again, if that's that, then we'll just call it a wrap for this episode of Campus Comics Cast for the February 2018 catalog uh, previews with product mostly shipping in what would it be April of this year. So uh, come in, pick up your own copy... You know, and see other stuff because again, we don't touch on a fraction of what's in this book no. every month. There's so, so yeah. much stuff. So, uh, just any of this sounds interesting, or you just want to see what else is out there, come in and pick one up. Um, come and get one here at Campus Comics. We're at 816 East Main Street, Suite B, right between Mike's Music and Plaza Records, uh, right on Main Street. Hard to miss us. So uh, come check us out. Give me a call at 618-457-6011. Give the Facebook page a like. Message me through there, and uh, we'll get back to you. All right. Scott Reed, uh, Berg Comics, B-U-R-G, C-O-M-I-C-S. Best place to look right now is on Facebook, uh, starting to post information about a convention we're going to have going on in Harrisburg, Illinois, uh, in August. Uh, Announce the featured guests. Um, already so uh, if you're in this area and want to be you know stay in the know on what's going to be happening with that that's the best place to find me uh dan brown if you want to find me online i'm at detective 651 on uh twitter deviantart and my wordpress which i will be updating i know i said that before <laughs> promises, but i've been sick. chill out <laughs> 
You ain't paying nothing for it. <laughs> All right. Well, if that does it, gentlemen, we will call this a wrap, and we'll talk to you next month. <laughs>